lovelies yeah it's your host Priscilla and we are on another episode of Pilotech. so guys today we'll be talking about um period and camp we are on another segment of period and camp because the last episode was actually on period and camp too but this is another segment of period and camp but before we head into our talk of today guys have you been um preparing for christmas you know tomorrow is christmas right yeah tomorrow is christmas and i wonder is this how hard the economy is affecting everybody like i said you were living and not living thing because over time i refused to come this year you know the last time i was telling you guys about me perceiving this code mystery i'm saying that comes to hamadan that comes to hamadan sorry guys ever since that day <laughs> i've not perceived it again like it was as if as that um as that as i perceived that thing the sun just became hotter and the weather has been really really hot this i don't understand this economy is affecting everybody really badly because oh, now, this christmas feeling is not in the air Everywhere is just dry. It's not as if um there's no Christmas. I say we should we should just postpone this Christmas because nobody is ready. Okay, so the um yesterday I went to a bank. I think I was telling the bank. I just put one small red ribbon on the door handle. Like that was the only decoration they did. And I put one more. <laughs> this really affected everybody because. You are supposed to be seeing decorations everywhere and stuff like that, but no, no decoration, nothing. Even the Hamatan refused to come, guys. I'm tired today. I had to go out when I went out. I had to go out with umbrella again a day before Christmas. Why would you be going out to umbrella? The weather is too hot, the sun is boiling, the sun is steaming. Jeez. I'm tired. I am pissed off at this weather. And guys, I don't know what has been wrong with my um, with um, with my skin of late. Like, it's as if it's also reacting <laughs> to this hot weather. Anyways, <laughs> that is not our topic of today. So guys, let's head straight into our topic of today. So we're talking about um this like I said before is another segment of period and camps. So basically today we're talking about um, PMS, sanitary products and cramps. Yeah, cramps you heard the word cramps, that's unnecessary thing, cramps. <laughs> so guys um PMS is um premenstrual syndrome, also known as PMT, which is premenstrual tension. That is when a lady when a lady has emotional and physical symptoms and it happens um before before the period that's what they call it pms menstrual symptoms pms before the period but the thing is that you find out that um some some of these pms symptoms also take take over like they they move on to when you are actually on your period yeah, they just refuse to go. They just want to stay with you till you're done with your period. 
and um, this um, that is um, the changes in your body's hormone level before your period. Yeah, it. So it usually starts one to two weeks before um, the start of your menstruation. Your menstruation. And I feel it's worse like four days prior to when your menstruation starts. I don't know whether it's just me or that how I feel. It just brings out ugly, ugly black hair. I just want, I'm like, oh my god. Ladies will do a lot. Ladies will actually do a lot. And, but the thing is that not everyone actually experiences this PMS. Not everyone goes through this stage. But from, um, from, um, study, it shows that 90% of women go through this stage. And I'm saying it again. What, what they have, they are really, really lucky. So, um, sometimes these PMS symptoms are really, really severe, and then it's actually called PMDD. But then I'm talking about that one later. So some of these symptoms in um, includes um, rapid changes in mood, like mood swings, insomnia. Anxiety, bloating, acne, dizziness, withdrawal. Like you don't want to um, don't associate with anyone. That is social fatigue. You just want to be on your own. You're not in the mood to have any combo with anyone. Then breast tenderness. Yes, that one. That one is always happening. So you're like guys, you don't really need to hit it against anything. The pain just comes. Like the pain just comes on your like just like when you when you start going your breast new like you just that when the period then puberty just hits you and just start um, going your breast you know that pain yeah it's always like that then tiredness you feel tired easily very you just feel tired and restless and you you'll be wondering what exactly is wrong with me like I did not do anything not knowing yeah you're in your PMS stage then you have difficulty in concentrating to like your concentration is not steady is 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 vibrating is everywhere but then you see that these symptoms can um vary in severity some might be mild some might be really really serious um other symptoms that other symptoms of this pms include joint and muscle pain headaches yeah you feel a lot of headaches then constipation and uh, like I said before, um, this PMS may be caused by changes um, in the hormone levels. So you know we're talking about this um, severity in this PMS stage. That is what we call PMDD, and that is um, the menstrual dysphobic disorder. Premenstrual dysphobic disorder. And it can lead to the following symptoms such as um, depression, anger, anxiety, irritability, tension. Yeah, you will just be depressed for no reason. Like nothing is actually wrong with you, but then you are just depressed. You feel angry at the slightest provocation. Everything is irritating you. Like this is the 
high level of that um menstrual symptoms which we call premenstrual dysphoric disorder and please whenever you experience things like this do it to speak to your doctor for your doctor rather for evaluation and treatment because it actually gets worse than this and the pressure is majorly the underlying cause so please do it to speak to your doctor okay so um these premenstrual symptoms affect ladies differently like i said before everybody with um different people with different body symptoms and um, systems rather they don't have the same they don't have we can have the same body it's not possible so what i might be experiencing is not what you'll be experiencing so these um symptoms affect ladies differently and this same um, the treatment of the symptoms will depend on their severity how mild it is or how strong it is it depends on it you can't take um treatments for mild pms and you use on um on the severe pms you won't get to desired results so regular exercise reducing stress and that pain modification can help reduce the symptoms yeah your diet your diet yeah your diet helps in reducing the symptoms yes okay so there's this thing <laughs> a friend was actually telling me that most people that exercises doing either the pms stage or whenever they have cramps because according to doctor they said if you exercise during your pms stage or, or, or whenever you have cramps it's helps relieve the pains but then my friend was saying that anybody that exercises during these two stages are witches. <laughs> how will they be going to this pain and thing on their mind is to exercise? Will you sit down and cry like the rest, like the rest of us? Why would you be exercising during this stage? But they said it actually hurts. I can't imagine going to that pain and it's not in my mind is to exercise. And again, limiting your intake of salt, caffeine, and alcohol, it helps a lot. I actually love um, taking coffee. But whenever, I have to just stop it because I noticed that when, when I stopped, and I, I tried something and I stopped it for a while. And I realized that um, the pains actually reduced, not reduced, like it wasn't that because as there was a period like whenever I have cramps, I will just be vomiting like mad vomit. Only there's nothing in my um in my tummy like that vomit will just be trying to bring out my my tummy like trying to bring out my trying to bring out intestine trying to bring every single thing like the vomit you just want to it just wants me to vomit no and there's nothing in my tummy and that one again is not good vomiting positive observing vomit is not good when i when i um stopped taking this coffee i can't even remember the last time i vomit like i whenever i'm, I'm having contact post speed occasionally but that vomiting i can't remember the last time i vomited so it actually helps reduce the intake of salt caffeine and alcohol it helps and then eat more fruits and vegetables so i know that we're saying this food is different but it actually helps to eat more like some like that does not like i don't eat majority of the fruits i don't take cucumber i don't take cucumber i don't take what i don't take majority majority of the food so 
I'm guess I'll just have to settle with um the vegetables and then you need to take more of um food that contains calcium and iron. Yeah, it helps too. So guys, let's head straight on to sanitary products or you can call it period protection. So these sanitary products are products that help soak up or collect the blood released during the period. So I think I was of um, sanitary products include um, sanitary pads, tapons, doing this my research, this was the first time I heard of this one first I never knew that there was something, uh, I knew about tapons and then the sanitary pads, but I never knew there was something like this, and I think that is basically the three types of sanitary products we have now. So actually, it will take some experience to know what's good for you. If you feel um, you prefer tapons to sanitary pads, then it's your love. If you prefer menstrual cup to tapons, it's still your love. You just have to. It, it takes some time to and experiencing, experimenting to um, find out what works for you. So I will be talking about these sanitary products one by one, so we can get the view of um, how this, what this product is, is and how it works so let's talk about parts first so parts are um, um, absorbent materials that are attached to the um, inside of a lady's underwear yeah they can also be called sanitary napkins too so they come with this ring stuff that you that will help helps it stay in place you just um, hold the um, place it under the underwear. It helps you stay in place, so it won't be um, tricky. And this, um, we have different kind of pads. You see, we have super, we have slender, we have overnight, we have scented, we have max, we have mini, we have also there's different type of pads. Okay, so um, you get a pad depending on how. How heavy your bleeding is, and when you want to use it. Okay, so if you want to use the same pad you use at night, you want to use it during the day, especially if you have heavy bleeding. So pad varies by its sizes and absorbency, how big or small it is, and how much it absorbs. There are different parts for different sizes and absorbencies. So, like I said, it takes experimenting to find out. The right part for you, yeah. And those, um, I feel those parts that are scented or come to deodorant are so unnecessary. Yeah, they actually prevent, they prevent odor, but then it can irritate the vagina, and it can even cause allergic reaction for some girls. So personally, I won't advise those scented, um, those scented. Just make sure you change your pads frequently. So you at least you change it between four to six hours. You know they said 
like almost every father I'm still be like eight hours, eight hours, eight hours, eight hours. But guys, you don't really let it. You don't need to let it get filled up or get let it get to that eight hours before you change it. It's preferable and health wise for you to change it four to six hours. And if you are the kind of person that that has heavy bleeding, you need to change it earlier than that. Okay. So. When you change your path, it it um it so when you change your path um regularly, it helps prevent the buildup of bacteria. So like I say, you don't need to let it reach that eight hours. Eight hours is too long for for you to let that path be. Please, at least between four to six hours, you, you should have changed your path. So um, it's changing of your path regularly helps prevent the buildup of also stops order so you don't really need that sentence but just um change your path frequently then you'll be pushing bacteria and order away so let's talk about tapons now so tapons are um yeah it actually absorbs um blood from the inside of the vagina that is tapons they absorb blood from the inside of the vagina and um, it's also made of absorbent materials just like um pad. but this one it's compressed into a small tube but like pads also come in different sizes and absorbency for light and heavier period so you just need to um find out the one that is your size yeah don't know the size and it is that as this as the things soak up blood it become it swells like it becomes bigger it widens and it it tightens more in your in your vagina so you need to know the one that will fit it so tapons like um uh, what they call it like pads also come with scented and non-scented um it comes with scented and non-scented and i'm just saying it, it's totally unnecessary because tapons because tapons, changing tapons regularly like part two also help in getting rid of others. So I don't, I don't know why they actually put in this thing. <laughs> and because it causes, um, 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 it causes, um, irritating vagina. Like it not, it irritates the vagina you get. And some people might be allergic to it again. So some tapons actually come with applicator. Not or um is a plastic or cardboard tube that guide the tapons into the vagina so come some some just you just need to insert it with your finger so let me explain how you're going to use this tapon how, how tapons are used so like i said tapons um can be put into the vagina using an applicator or a finger anyone your tapon comes with i think you have to choose but before putting it in please wash your hand please wash your hand please wash your hand before putting your um, tapon in so when you after washing your hand then you follow your di- the directions given to you on the time um, on the path carefully and please be sure to relax it's not like palette really they're just easy to put relax especially if you're doing it for especially if you're using it for the first time be sure to relax and it's important you change 
Dr. Pons every three to five hours. It's important to change your tapons every three to five hours or when it's saturated with blood. Yeah. So uh, some people have said that people have said that um your that they don't feel they don't feel the tapons when it's in them. So I guess it's easy for you to forget it. So please be sh- <laughs> Try men going to um to remove it and it shouldn't stay in more than six hours in you. You can take between three to five hours and some come with strings. Um not some they all come with strings attached to the end. So whenever you want to remove it, it will be easy for you. You just have to locate the string and pull it out. Pull it out, wrap it, and then put it in the trash. Please, never you flush it. <laughs> Even if they are always saying it's flushable, please don't flush it because they can still cause problems in some flooding system. So flushing it is totally not accepted. Since you can't see it upon when it's in your vagina, you need to remember to remove it when it's time to change. You need to remember to change it because some hardly feel it, like I said. So it's very important to remember to change it to, to avoid spotting or leakage on your underwear or clothing. Totally advisable, please. Remember to change it. And then, yeah, I've seen some complaints about won't the um, tapon get lost in me? Like, won't I be looking for it? I'm about to just be feeling the tapon. Nah, it's not possible. It's not possible for your tapons to get lost in your body because one the vagina holds it it holds it in place and then two the cervix that is um is located at the top of the vagina is too tiny for tapon to pass through it so the tapon has no other way to pass through except it's coming out of your vagina and that is basically your alternative so it's not possible for your tapon to get lost in your body yeah it's not possible so I talked about it being important to remember to change your tapons often. Yeah, because when um your tapon is left for too long, it won't get lost. Like I said, it won't get lost in your body. But you may you might experience um a discharge odor or even infection. Yeah, forget it in your body. It can give you an infection if it stays for too long. And it also puts you at risk. I know for a red disease is very, very it's very but very dangerous and it's called um toxic shock syndrome TSS toxic shock syndrome. The disease is rare but it happens and it's very dangerous. So please make sure you always remember to remove your tapons if eventually you want to you decide that you want to use tapons. And then going to my new discovery menstrual cups yeah menstrual cups so like tapons menstrual cups um is is inserted into the vaginal too there's only part that's not inserted you don't need to you just need to place it on your in underwear but tapons and menstrual cups are inserted in your vaginal but unlike tapons they don't absorb it no, I'm um, your partner. Your tapons absorb your blood, but menstrual cups don't absorb it. 
they just collect they just help you collect and store your blood before it flows out of the vagina and they are made with um, flexible materials such as rubber or silicone so you just since you can see the cup when it's filled since you can't see the cup when it's filled just empty it or throw it away because there are some cups that some disposable menstrual cups that some they can wash yeah wash it basically you might wash it with hot water or um um or if there's no one said baking soda i don't know how to eat but it's is um help just stick to hot water wash it with hot water or throw the disposable ones away and please don't flush it like i said before and they actually come with the instruction on how to do it so the menstrual could just help you store the blood so whenever you bring it out just throw the blood away if it's the one if it's the reusable ones you can reuse it you can use it again if it's the disposable ones Please do it to um do it away. So choosing a type of um, period protection, that is the sanitary products, is up to you. Totally up to you. You should know the one that um that helps you with your period. How heavy or light it is. You choosing the period protection is totally up to you. So some people might prefer um tampons to um um pad or menstrual cup is up to you because so i feel they prefer that one because it's easy to um it's easy to store because you know they're actually tiny so you can just put it in the purse and or in your pocket and no one will probably guess yeah it's that one but um if you put that pad in your pocket they're definitely going to know that's a pad so you can just easily put it in your pocket on your um purse and take it wherever you want to go to tapons and menstrual cups are helpful for girls who do sports yeah because if if you are one you can't wear running with pads you will feel totally uncomfortable because you're so we are always conscious of that pad so running with pads whenever you want to do any sports tapons and menstrual cups are advisable especially when you want to swim you can't use pads to swim yeah, you can't use pads to swim because water is the pads is going to be soaked up with water definitely. But then if you use the tapon or your menstrual um or your menstrual cup, there is no way the blood is going to come out and there's no way the water is going to enter. So everything is just balanced, no blood, water. There's demarcation. So tapons and menstrual cup are advisable for you when you want to swim since you can't wear pad in the water. But then the thing is that some people switch back and forth depending on things, on different things like maybe probably situations or where they are going to be or their menstrual flow or time of the day. Yeah, so you can just decide to switch back and forth on any of the sanitary products. You can just decide to use one and keep to it. It all depends on you. It's your choice. So guys, guess what? This is our topic. We are talking on cramps now. Yeah, cramps. That's unnecessary thing. Not necessary thing. Cramps. We are going to talk about cramps now. So period cramps are are pain in lower abdomen, lower belly, lower abdomen during the girl's period. 
Among um, the most girls have cramps during the first few days of their period. Some it stays with them from the beginning, even before their period, till the end. Like mine, yeah, it's horrible. And yeah, some stays with them from the first few days of their period. And then cramps are caught by um by a hormone. Like the chemical in the body that that the chemical in the body that helps in the building of your the lining in your uterus yeah so the chemical that is called a um, prostaglandin prostaglandin so prostaglandin is involved um, in the pain triggers in the contraction then a professor of the University of um, College of London said that from studies um, menstrual cramps can be likened to heart attack I don't know how to that is I've never had a heart attack before but they say menstrual cramps can be likened to um, heart attack so it's as bad as having a heart attack so the thing is that menstrual cramp hurts more when it starts. Yes, there are few. That first day your cramp starts, even if you've not started your period, it hurts like hell. It hurts like hell, and that's because that um hormone-like substance, that the um prostaglandin, because it's much. Yeah, like the thing that that prostaglandin is necessary in your like without that that prostaglandin help in the shedding of your lining because since you refuse it's just like the punishing us um for not getting pregnant so after your um after your period do your luteal phase and your your um ovulation phase and i talked about it in the last episode the luteal ovulation phase during those periods your um your uterus and build lining and then see you so like i said it helps um in the building of the lining so it's just like punishing us for not giving birth during your lose and your ovulation phase like i talked about in the last episode those um hormones help us in building the lining so when it's just like saying so you refuse to get pregnant right yeah you're going to get the the consequences that comes with refusing to get pregnant like i think they support they they just they would have been a better way to treat refusing to get pregnant at this period. <laughs> yeah, they would have been a better way. So after those number of days, when this does not want to get pregnant, too. so your lining starts shedding, and that lining that is shedding becomes your um your menses. Yeah, that is the blood that's coming out. So it's not bad blood, please. It's not blood blood. So that is it. And then the thing is that. Now, so since that prostaglandin is necessary in shedding of blood, but when that cramps come in, that pain, it's when it's much, like it's when it's plenty. When that um that hormone substance, that chemical is plenty, is much in your body rather. When it's much, that is when the pain comes. Like everybody has that um um some chemical in their body, it helps in shedding of blood. But when it's much, that is when the um pain comes along with it so these chemicals 
help tighten and um tighten and relax the um, um your muscles that's when the cramp no <coughs> excuse me cramps it it does not just go long like that it comes then goes then comes then goes then comes then goes yeah so whenever it tightens it that's when you feel that sharp pain in your lower abdomen then it relaxes it for some time then tightens it again yeah when the chemicals are much that is when those things happen and like I said before, it usually starts a day or two before your period. Yeah. And sometimes it lasts throughout your period, sometimes probably a few days before your period. And I mean I might do limo, but I feel that the first day I usually have mine for like five days. And the first three days are just not heavy but just middle. And those the last two days are just mild. Yeah. As guys, I want to leave from the learning that it passed with it because the first day, the th- second day, the third day, yeah, yeah, you know, you're going through your messes, and that, and you the free and um, fourth day is light, the fifth day is light, uh, f- the fifth day probably nothing will come out. I'm like, ah, I've, my messes have ended, and then the sixth day, when you decide not to use any sanitary product, and then you discover that, wow. They just wanted to go on and all it and it came back and um, probably you went one of your favorites on that one and that one is destroyed for life just that is a very painful experience i don't know if i'm gonna pass through that so um like i said some it stays the farm stays with them throughout the period some it goes and the, like i said the first and second i don't know if i'm doing one but that first and second day it's always mad pain. Then the last day, the last day before it before it end, the pain is also mad. Just, let me say the third and um, fourth day, the pain is just mild. But then last day, let's say first, second, fifth, those days are mad pain for me too. So um, for some people, that their their menstrual comes comes with headache, dizziness and so on like um i pers- personally i experience vomiting like my vomiting is a one but since i stopped i reduced my intake on um, caffeine and salt and yeah and caffeine and salt because i don't take alcohol caffeine and salt it has helped me i can't remember that i vomited but every single time the vomiting was so like i don't vomit even if i'm not eating because whenever I'm, there are some people whenever they're on their food they feel like some people are um, at a higher risk of experiencing these um, painful periods yeah especially when you let me say like when you're under 20 
or when you have um, a family history of painful periods or smoking or when you have heavy bleeding during periods yeah you also experience painful like heavy period and bleeding plus painful menstruation look at her oh my god then irregular periods to like my mind are not regular like the interval of this month might be 30 days but the next month will be probably 25 days but still I'm not the mind is always towards the end of the month but then it's not I usually have irregular periods then if you hit poverty before age 11 like if you had your puberty started your puberty at that and end the age you also have high risk of experiencing painful um painful menstruation so guys let me give you let me just give you a little tip on um how to reduce pains how to reduce menstrual cramps i'm not going to be uh, mentioning any drugs because i'm not a doctor i'm not a chemist i don't even know anything about medicine so i'm not going to be um um i'm advising you to take any drugs just meet your doctor or tell him anything I'm explaining your situation, then he will take the drugs to take. But then just give you some tips on how to relieve your cramps. One, one compressor that is hitting. Um, just wet your clothes or any clothes with um with um with warm water, not warm water, slightly hot water, and then place it on your lower abdomen. It helps. Yeah, it actually helps, but for me though some people like i said everybody with different body systems so someone has someone has said that it really helped a lot so and then massaging your abdomen but i don't i don't know how this works like your that place is paining you then how will you be massaging it but anyways doctor said this works so you might as well try it then taking a warm bath just boil your hot water then mix it with a little bit of cold water and you have your bath it might help you then regular exercise <laughs> i said this before my friend said people that do exercise during their cramps are rich cheese but then it might help too so you might as well try it then eating light nutritious meals i've said it before try don't eat too much as they go eat slightly more frequent meals then practicing relaxation techniques yeah Breathing without <laughs> oh okay let me just say yoga yeah exercise like yoga it's basically it's not stressful just just it must help too so you might as well try it then taking anti-inflammatory medications like i said i'm not going to prescribe any drugs so just meet the doctor and probably prescribe a drug for you but it's like i mean the last piece of mine was so bad i had to go to the hospital and they said um taking drugs while you are on your cramps is just like um bringing solution when um it's useless it's not going to work anything so it's advisable you take your drugs several days before your um before your periods but the thing that means i have regular periods i don't even know when i'm going to have mine next one and then um when do you expect me to take my drugs but since i tried it once and like the time i calculated was actually correct but it's not that it did not see help me i don't know nothing is actually helping me just like i just 
apply them and think about my bed. Like the pains are so just um excruciating and nothing helps. I just have to keep on being the pain till it goes. And then I'm taking vitamins and supplements. It helps too. Yeah, I said for fruits and vegetables supplements, please take them. It helps. Then this one, besides raising your legs or lying with your knees bent, it helps. But there was, I think I've forgotten the book I was reading here because I told you I've told you that if I read it up. So actually we didn't forget it. Lying still whenever you're on your period increases the pain. So just try moving about. I don't know that's what they said, but now this one is saying um you should raise you should stay still and then raise your leg or lie with your knees bent. Works for you. Like I said, if I'm going to keep on repeating myself, reduce your intake of salt, alcohol, caffeine, sugar to prevent bloating. You notice that um sometimes during your period, yeah, your tummy just swells and you're like, what is happening? Your face swells and you're like, I'm not getting fat. Why is my cheek so big? Yeah, all these uh um PMS symptoms and symptoms do your comes with comes with bloating yeah so it might as well reduce your intake and these things to prevent them okay so guys this is basically this has we have come we have come to the end of our period and comes episode so guys i hope you really listen to this thing and i hope it helps you because my like i said my in my reduction the reduction of my salt and my I've started with um stop taking caffeine that helped it has helped a lot. Excuse me, it has helped a lot. So um I hope this helps you. And guys, I hope this helps you and you can as well share it with your friends so they might as well listen, especially if you have friends that go through mad serious cramps and PMS stages that are severe. But as well share to them so they will know what and what to do. And guys you have um, a wide range of sanity products to use. So try experimenting with more. I know pad is the go to at any time. Like majority of us we started with pads. Yeah. So you might as well head on to something else. You don't necessarily have to but just do whatever works for you. I'm not pushing you guys to do anything. Just do whatever works for you. So if you think you're you are okay with pads, then that's okay. If you want to move on to tapons or menstrual, that's also fine by you. So just do whatever works for you. I'm here to serve you guys. <laughs> so guys, we come to the end of this episode. That's period and cramps two episode. And guys, thank you for listening to my episode again. So guys, I'll be going for um video this night. Yeah, Christmas Eve video. What is tomorrow? I hope our Christians among us are going to. Yeah. So we met as well. I just hope mine is going to be interesting for us. It's definitely going to be interesting because you'll be lot of singing and dancing and praising God. So allow me to see this moment. Like most people were not able to stay up to this moment, but here we are. We've stayed from January to um 
this moment we need to praise god we need to we need thanksgiving we need to jubilate for being able to stay to this place so i'm hoping you all go you guys go to um go to church and then praise god for letting you guys stay to this period so i hope you guys praise the lord for letting you guys stay to this moment okay it's not easy it's not easy we're very very really lucky to be alive to this moment so we'll definitely come to the end of this episode and i'm hoping you guys listen to my next episode and guys please listening is one thing expecting a feedback is another thing guys you guys should please send message yeah or you can, you can send a voice message or you can um send a message through the email yeah the pillow talk page at gmail.com just send what if you have um anything you want us to talk about feel free to let us know we are here to serve you so whatever you want us to do we are going to do it so guys thank you for listening again and bye bye and Merry Christmas in advance. Yeah, tomorrow is Christmas and we don't have any episodes to be posting tomorrow because our episode is always on Sunday and Thursday. Merry Christmas tomorrow and I hope and pray you have a happy, 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 happy Christmas. Bye-bye.